This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Now we get down to text abreast. Who are you, Jack Frost? What is your center? My center? If man and moon chose you to be a guardian, you must have something very special inside. Hmm. Here, this is how you see me, no? Very big, intimidating. (laughs) But if you get to know me a little, well, go on. You are downright jolly, but not just jolly. I am also mysterious and fearless and caring. And at my center, there's a tiny wooden baby. Look closer. What do you see? Uh, You have big eyes. Yes, big eyes, very big because they are full of wonder. Is my center. It is what I was born with. Eyes that have only seen the wonder in everything. Eyes that see lights in the trees and magic in the air. This wonder is what I put into the world and what I protect in children. It is what makes me a guardian. It is my center. What is yours? Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... You are the Now we get down to tax of brass. <laughs> yes, today's Christian Car Guy Show is... Get ready for this. The navel of the universe. The navel of the universe. Today on the Christian Car Guys show, right? The center. The place of your freedom, right? Where you were free to move about the country is when you were born, when your navel was formed, right? I don't know if you ever thought about those things, but today we are getting down to tax of brass, and we are going to discuss this concept so our intro you might have noticed was from the rise of the guardians i hope you've seen that movie it's spectacular that was santa claus that was speaking talking about his eyes of wonder and for those who are wondering what it was happening there that jack frost his young friend was opening up what they call a russian nesting doll right it's a doll inside a doll inside a doll and it gets down to a little baby about the size of an acorn and that just had these big eyes right the eyes that were full of wonder And then you heard Hillsong with their music, the center of my life. So as always, Bob, and you might have guessed this, today's show is brought to you by Hebrew Letter. And this Hebrew Letter today, it's called a psalmic, and I bet you've seen it everywhere, because it's just a circle. It is just a circle. It kind of looks like a navel when it comes to think of it. Just saying. (laughs) You might see it in Stonehenge. 
I don't know if you ever thought about that, about a naval might be that Stonehenge was looking for the navel of the universe. Many ancient civilizations did that. The whole idea of Delphi. I don't know if you ever studied that in Greece, right? Delphi was the idea of the navel of the universe. Actually, if you look at a Delphi stone and you turn it upside down, you may notice that it looks like a goblet. That's no accident. Just saying. <laughs> and it has to do with that letter psalmic, right? And I'm saying all that because, you see, Solomon had this phenomenal wisdom. And he was describing a lot of interesting things in the Song of Solomon, specifically the bride. And then he says, as he's describing her in the seventh chapter, in the second verse, he says, thy navel is a round, thy navel is a round goblet which never wanteth, what it usually says in your translation is mixed wine, but it's actually water wine. Just saying, okay? So Shazam, I mean, think about what I'm telling you here. The Lord, right, he opened up my eyes to behold wondrous things. I discovered this this morning, actually. And have you ever wondered about the navel of the universe? Apparently man has since the beginning, right? We talked about Stonehenge, Delphi. There are a thousand other monoliths, and notice how many of them look like a navel or an upside-down navel. Yeah, Bob? I have not been here for several weeks, and every time I come here, um, I, I rarely have any clue what you're going to pull out and, and throw at me and share with the world. And uh, But so many times, it's such a parallel to my life. And you're talking about the center and the navel and uh, being centered and what you're centered on and what you're focused on and... And my life's been a little bit different lately because I've been centered on other things, and it just really—I I couldn't quit smiling when you started talking today because you always have a message for me. I come here thinking I'm going to give, give, I'm going to give, and and then. I get, get, get every time. Well, and, uh, believe you know, me, the only reason I have it, you know what, Bob? I had no clue. I didn't. I, I just sat down like, where are we going today, God? And and I have sat in the weeds for about an hour until I came across these ancient Hebrew writings that talked about this hewn out, this stone that was hewn out was the center of the universe. And I started to think about a, a hewn out stone, a hewn out stone. And all of a sudden it hit me, the empty tomb. Like, oh my goodness, look at this hewn out stone, right? And it was round as it could be because there was a round stone that was rolled away, right? And here's this hewn out stone. And what was in that? That was the, the, that was where I was set free. I mean, that's where I was set. I may not know where the center of the universe is or the ambiblical cord of the, of the universe physically, but I can tell you where it is spiritually, right? It's in that, it's in that open, that empty tomb, well, when I get off-centered, my life reflects it. And um, this week, I spent some time with some uh, gentlemen from church that I, I I used to spend a lot of time with them. And uh, I'd been away and, and hadn't been back, and I got to spend some time with them. And a friend of mine went with me, and, and we just had a really good time. And uh, some other activities at church this week, and 
and some things centered on family and church and 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 local people that's that's been a big part of my life for a really long time and when you started talking about it today it was just like a big bell rang in my head and uh I realized that I had been off center for quite a while. I, you know, it happens to all of us. Like, I had a day this week that was completely off center, but it's a fascinating thing, very amazingly fascinating to me that Solomon had this wisdom. He actually wrote in Proverbs 3, and I've exerted a couple pieces of Proverbs 3, 7, and 8, because if you read it this way, it just says, The fear of the Lord, it shall be health to your navel. <laughs> and the fear of the Lord is health to your, and and so you may know that the seventh anointing of Christ was a delight in the fear of the Lord, right? And and so if you think about that as your center, it is gets back to that idea of the wonder, right? Because as we realize that man, those beautiful leaves you're looking at this fall, or that 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 fish that you caught, like we we were just talking about, or what is it that? that you see that God just opens up your eyes like like Christmas morning and you're like, man, look at the wonder of that or just wonder at the, at the tomb itself being empty. However that looks, the point I'm making, I, I hope you see it, is that, wow, if, we're, if that's our center, that, that we are at the delight and the fear of the Lord, that like, oh my goodness, what, what does that open up for us as, as far as this spectacular world? So, that's what I'm asking on a Christian Car Guys show today because it has to do with freedom, right? It has to do with you were free to move about the country once you were that cut loose from that in biblical court, okay? Once you're free to move about the country, what has that led to your adventure as far as delight and the fear of the Lord? I would love to hear your thoughts. 866 348 7884, 866 34 Truth, right? Like, how does that exactly play out in, in your world? So I got a story. Bob, this week I had my mind totally blown. I get to do a show, a radio show that God, I still don't know. I had to pinch myself that I get to do it. It's called Lantern Rescue. And we often interview amazing people around the world. Well, this week I, I did three episodes. I recorded one of them played today, I believe, with a young lady from the Ukraine. And her story like, if you don't see the fear, the, the light and the fear of the Lord in her story, like, you just don't have your eyes open. I, I did not even know, like, so many things I don't know. In 2014 is when this war started, and her area of the Ukraine had been invaded. Like, she was in college, right? Sitting there in her room or her dorm room, and she looks out the window, right? And here's helicopters for shooting missiles. Like, can you imagine? Like, there you are in college, in your dorm, and all of a sudden you look out the window, and, you're, and it's like 9-11, only for real, only like that's going on in your world. There were a few fireworks when I was in college, but it wasn't. <laughs> 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 I'm going to tell you more of my, like, oh, my goodness, look how awesome God is story, and I want to hear yours, 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. That is my center. It is what I was born with. Eyes that have only seen the wonder in everything. It is my center. What is yours? Now 
get down to tacks of brass. <laughs> I do love that. The navel of the universe today on the Christian Car Guys show. You know, what is, what is your center? You know, what is the navel where you were set free? And, and how have you wondered this week, maybe today, maybe years ago, however it worked out, you got a story, God's put it on your heart Right, You can share it and encourage lots and lots and lots of people with the way that you saw God, the wonder that was in your eyes, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And when we left our hero, I was talking about Anya from the Ukraine, who, again, is on Lantern Rescue. You can hear that whole episode. It's unbelievable. But I'll give you the, the Reader's Digest version. Was she was lost? And, and when this attack happened in 2014, you know, after months and months of just complete turmoil of losing her house and saying goodbye to her grandmother for the rest of her life, you know, not realizing all that was coming upon her, she got more and more lost into the point of exhaustion. And she had sort of a breakdown to where she couldn't even get out of bed for two weeks. And then her father comes home and says, you know what our problem is? We need to go to church. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That was just a true story. And and the mother who was sick with an illness gets healed, and the next thing you know, they finally get on you to go. And guess what she found, Bob? Her sinner. She found, yeah, she found out that there was this <clears throat> Jesus who went into a tomb and came out. And because of that, she was set free to move about the country and to see that the person that was really had been looking for, because she was... What, would, what had broken her heart was that nobody was really all that concerned about her when they were all concerned about the bombs. But the one person that was concerned about her the whole time was Jesus, right? And, and when you hear the story, and I, as I was you know, realizing what was she was sharing, and this all happened in 2014, so she would learn, right, that when the whole country came under attack and there were hundreds of thousands of people pouring into her city looking for help and somebody that did care. It was her eyes, right? I didn't realize it started that long ago. No, I didn't either until I talked to her, but I just want to share one other little thing that has everything to do with what we're talking about. So you may know that the average little girl of eight years old laughs 300 times a day, right? That's how much joy we come into the world with, okay? Before it gets washed out. <laughs> we well, grow up. Huh? Right, right, right. Well, you could imagine these poor little kids in the Ukraine. Some of them have not better yet laughed. They hadn't smiled, according to some of the mothers that were talking to Anya, for over three months since my, my child even had a smile on his or her face, Right. And so this Christian rap group comes in, and actually their church was like, I don't know if we should have this guy come in and talk to all these refugees, whatever. But they, their pastor said, do whatever you think. Well, she watched when the music came on, the kids smiled, and they started to have fun. And, and so she got this idea of doing sort of a vacation Bible school, right? Now, here they are. They're, they're, they're in a place in the middle of the war district, right? And, you know, maybe there's 800 or 700 kids in this sort of warehouse facility where all around them is a war going on, but inside of there, the kids are laughing and smiling, 
and, and loving on each other because they all dress up. The pastor dress up like superheroes, like Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, all these different Superman. You know, that's the that's the pastors and stuff dress up like that. They play music, starts out soft so it doesn't shock the kids. They start bringing it up until they get them to the point where they're laughing, smiling. Then they bring in the real superhero, Jesus, right, to show them, you know, how they too can get a navel, okay, that's filled with mixed wine. We carried the kids uh, in the youth group. I think it was Carowinds, and uh, we started out, and it was um, one level of music. And and one of the people that showed up there that day, he was a rapper, and I didn't. I, I wasn't a rap music kind of guy. You can't have rap Christmas. I mean, uh, <laughs> Christian music, and I, I was just. You know, in, right? in my mind, yeah. and, and it was one of the best experiences in the world. And all the kids were buying, uh, they would get them a CD f- from this guy. And, you know, well, if, they he, was, if he was worshiping, right? Yes, he was. And, and when I listened to his words, I was like, well, uh, you learned something today. You know, I got a little centered. <laughs> but, you know, God let me know that it didn't have to be Bob's way. You know, any way you get that message to the kids uh, was a great thing. And uh, I yeah, was just this is so, so amazing to me. So I actually, you know, Bob talked about getting off center. Well, I got off center big time on Thursday, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> we have the Jesus Labor Love in the Christian Car Guy Show, which is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And for years and years and years, we have a main form where all the people that have asked for help come in they fill out an application at christiancarguy.com and they come into this spreadsheet that fills out and populates, you know, all their information, their phone numbers, all that stuff was all in a form that I had in my Gmail account, which was attached to rdillmore at wtru.com because WTRU used to be the, or still is the call letters of our main, you know, of our flagship station. But unfortunately that website got hacked years ago but my Gmail account always worked, although I didn't have access to be able to create it or the, the, the administrative rights to it anymore. It just worked. So I just left the forms there, you know, not thinking that anything went well. This week, it just went dark. And like, oh, my gosh, all of a sudden, nothing worked. Somebody came to ChristianCarGuy.com and they filled out an application that wasn't going to work because it didn't wasn't attached anymore to the spreadsheet. And we didn't have access to the people who were spending you know, I called Scott, our, 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 you know, our chief volunteer, and I'm like, man, dude, did you do something? And he was like, I didn't do anything. And I'm like, how did this happen? I can't get to the form. And he goes, I can't get to it either. And, and so I got to tell you that I was not in a good place. I was not centered at the point in time. I was just frantic to try to find my way. But interestingly, God centered all that, got it put back together. How about you? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Come on now. I know that you got some eyes full of wonder for something. Call me. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. That is my center. It is what I was born with. Eyes that have only seen the wonder in everything. It is my center. What is yours?
universe today on the Christian Car Guy Show. What is your center? What is your navel, the place of your birth, perhaps, where you were free to move about the country? And what do you what do you wonder? How do you uh, take that delight in the fear of the Lord as as your center, so to speak, as the place that that, that where you get centered? I would love to hear your story. Eight six six. 348 truth And just so I don't rob you of, well, first of all, the finish up the Jesus labor love story. Yes, we repaired it all. At ChristianCarGuy.com, I created a new form, and it's fully functioning and actually probably functioning better than it ever did. And it now is in a much more secure location. <laughs> and yes, I got recentered as a result of what? Honestly, Continue to go into God's word, right? It's, it's just like this morning. I got completely centered immediately when all of a sudden I started to see the wonder of what it was I was looking at. And I, what I was looking at, honestly, was that was the Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verse 2. And, and the first word in that verse is navel, right? And as we've talked about here, navel. Well, if you look at that word in Hebrew, and I do, you know, the fascinating thing is you know that the name Sarah, you remember Sarah in the Bible who was Abraham's wife? Well, guess the, the root word of navel is Sarah. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in so many different ways, Sarah was Abraham's center, right? I mean, it's it, fascinating. And, and that, you know, through Sarah, obviously, came Isaac. And, you know, Ishmael didn't count. He wasn't a counter. It was, it was Isaac that was the deal, and he came through Sarah, who was the mother, right? It's, it's fascinating to me that, that that, right? It's a shin and a raish for those of you who are wondering the letters, I'll tell you. But, but the idea of that is, is, is spectacular to me. And then the second word is goblet. And as we talked about, if you want a real joy, I mean, just, just go look at a Delphi stone. Just, just Google it. What does that look like? And then turn that thing upside down. And if they don't look like a goblet, I don't know what to tell you. But the next time that you take communion, okay, just so you'll know, you, you take communion out of a goblet of some kind, probably. Even if it's those little communion, little plastic cups, it still looks like a goblet in its own way, okay? And inside that goblet, you will find what? You're going to find water wine. You're going to find, you're going to, you're going to have the blood of Jesus. And what is he going to tell you when they, when they take communion every time? This is what Jesus said twice during those statements, right? He said, do this in remembrance of me. Okay. That's the, that's the gigantic concept between, right? Communion. Well, if you look in this verse about the water wine, when you look at the way water wine is, is, is spelled in Hebrew, guess what it does? It's like remembering the Messiah, okay? The, you take the two letters, the first two letters of that water wine. And his first miracle, you told me this morning when you said that, it just really rocked my world. Yeah, he turned water into wine. And, and, and what it says is that this goblet is never going to want for, in other words, it's never going to, the cup that can overflow, and and it is, and, it, and we can join the communion table, which, by the way, is a circle A and union gets back to that letter psalmic again. But the idea of of this is we that just like in the twenty third psalm, right? 
our cups overflow because all that want to show up at the table that understand that they can be set free from the same goblet, like they, they can come, come on, right? That, that cup never runs dry. And it's such a welcoming table. If you do get off center and you, you know, you get away from the center of the universe, <clears throat> some people think it's so hard to, to get re-centered. It was almost, I'm not going to say I'm fully centered, but uh, a recentering happened to me this morning, and it was quick, and it was painless, and uh, there was some joy involved, too. Right. I, I love the, the, the story of the prodigal son, right? What does it say? He came to oh, his... Oh, you mean my life story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. What, what does it say? It says he came to his senses. What does that mean? He came to his center and he thought, wait a minute, I'm eating pig pods. Okay, I could be eating steak. Let me think through this a minute, right? What do I got to do? I got to go home to dad. I mean, that... Ask forgiveness. Right. And receive. But the, the deal is... Where where is where was it that he got to taste the communion wine, right? And, and and it's just a beautiful beautiful picture always of like man, it isn't hard actually. It's so much more fun to be on your way to eat steak, isn't it, than to eat them pig pods? Just saying, I've been there so many times. I can't tell you. I, mean, I was eating some pig pods Thursday. I can tell you when we lost all that stuff for the Jesus labor love, right? And I thought, oh, my gosh, believe me, pig pods were being consumed. <laughs> In large quantity, huh? <laughs> they were. They were. And I honestly, I don't know what I, I don't have any idea how somebody gets from that place unless they go drink some wine. Okay, and, and here's where you can drink wine. It's freely available to you every moment of the day. It's in your Bible. Okay, it's full of it from front to back, right? It's God's word. And, 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 and that goblet never runs dry because as you begin to drink it, then, right, you, you, you all of a sudden come across some truth or something, you know, I behold wondrous things out of his law, like that's in the 20, uh, 119th Psalm. Like, man, as soon as something like that happens, I'm, I'm right back heading for steak. It's pretty amazing. We're talking about navels and centering. <clears throat> and I was helping a family member this week and uh, with a little cleanup project. And um, I, I needed to be cleaning inside, but I was more of an outside guy. So I decided I was going to do a little project outside. And I leaned over, pulling some vines and and found myself in the middle of some cactus and right around my navel <laughs> where my little belly is pooched out there i have got uh into the cactus and i have become uh, permeated with cactus thorns <laughs> that actually happened this week this week and around uh, your navel the my belly just got into it, you know. I've got a little a little belly here, and it, it it leaned over into the cactus, and I was in such a bad way. I had little bitty tiny um, thorns in my hands, and it, they're so hard to get rid of. And then when I got home, you know, I thought I'd had some got some of them out. 
I took off my shirt, and there's this circle right around my navel <laughs> of cactus thorns. This know? week, right? This what, week. What, what day this, was that? Um, I, I want to say Tuesday. It was Tuesday or Wednesday. And, uh, but it just, you they had your, me. They found your center. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've ever had an encounter with cactus, uh, you have to pull those out one at a time. Yeah, but I, I grew up in New like, Mexico. Yeah, I've had plenty of encounters with prickly pears. They are mean. And it's not the big ones that get you. It's those little bitty ones that look like a hair that are stuck in you. You can't see. you got to pull them out with, oh, they're, they're hey, you got to hunt hard to find them. And when they get in the thick skin of your hand, it's as... But those big ones right around my belly button, it just it took a while to, and a little pain. But you were talking about being out of sorts. I was a little out of sorts. <laughs> but I think that uh, it was a message to me that I was not centered in the right place. I should have been centered on the inside, and I was centered outside. And uh, I got some corrective direction. <laughs> and, and I won't be working around those cactus anymore, that's for sure. Oh, that is that is an amazing story, and you know it, it. I'm just shocked, Bob, that somebody hasn't called in with their story, poem, something. I know you've got it, and and so man, it'll. You guys always make the show. It's the calls that make the show so much better. Please, we might better check the phones and see if that didn't quit working when the email did. Eight six six. 348-7884 is the number to call in. If you never called, man, we'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. And again, as you heard me talking about the Jesus Labor Love, what we do with that, it's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. Okay, For people that don't know how to get their car fixed, that Christian Car Guy show, God has given us this place of wonder because I've wondered for years, like, Man, how in the world are we going to make any impact on this situation, right? And, and then, wow, he centers shows that, you know, if you just throw it out there and say, hey, we'll help you if we can. We know we can at least pray for you. And like, oh, my goodness, does he provide? Again, oh, somebody's calling. Good. I can hardly wait. 866-348-7884. We'll be right back with at least one call. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. That is my center. It is what I was born with. Eyes that have only seen the wonder in everything. It is my center. What is yours? the universe today on the christian car guy show what is your center and very exciting we have a couple of poets slash friends on the line that we're going to get to here immediately so we got sarah linda is in washington this morning good morning sarah linda how are you oh i'm just fine thank you uh i'm i'm slowing down on the outside my carcass, my carcass, my, my <laughs> chassis is slowing down. <laughs> my chassis is slowing down. I understand. I really do. More than you but, know. <laughs> <laughs> but my inside is speeding up, and so I have to kind of keep a, 
uh, centered in the in the in the inside. And this is the, the as I'm read, hearing you and so on. I here's what I wrote: the wine poured out from the empty tomb, the best of wine that is of full age, the wonder of new life from the womb, the center extolled by every sage. Holy centered in communion's love, one with the creator of the all, who who watches over us from above, who hears us each moment when we call. And I'm called call to him every moment, every day, wow. believe me. <laughs> Man, as always, <laughs> you, you that, that is... <laughs> Spectacular, Sarah, and just it encompasses all those things that r- ran across my mind this morning as I <clears throat> was well, thinking you know, about when this. When I walk, I I have to be I have to be very balanced when I walk, and that's sort of what you have in the center of it all. <laughs> and that and that is so true because it's left, right, left, right. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's completely centered. So that yeah. <clears throat> That is one wonderful poem, and I'm so glad I'm going to have to listen to it three or four times. I often do that with your poems, by the way. I listen and to my I, own I, podcast, and I go back and I say, tell my wife, we'll, we'll listen on the way home from church tomorrow. I said, we got to hear Sarah Linda's poem. Because <laughs> they just encapsulate, you just, you just take what God has shown us and, and just put it so beautifully. Thank you. I can't tell you well, what a treasure you are, and it is. It's well, a gift. I didn't realize what my name Sarah had to do. That's right. Oh yeah, there that's right. Yeah, there you go. You didn't know that. You, yeah, the naval. You know, you you're the naval of the Christian Car Guy show. There's no doubt. There you go. Without the captain. Oh, my, my, my. Thank you, my friend. God bless. I'm going to get to Anne. And God bless you. Bye bye. All right, we got Ann Alt, another wonderful poet and friend on the show today. Boy, she is a hard act to follow. Yeah, she is amazing, isn't she? Just God, love what a that gift. lady. And I'm going to get I get to my little poem quick because uh, uh, I know we're running out of time, but uh, oh my gosh, this has been such an amazing show and how to stay, the necessity of staying in center. I love Bob's Leaping into the Thorns story. And the idea of leap, or, you know, look before you leap, uh, <laughs> how we learn in, in such interesting ways, uh, making sure uh, overall that we do things his way, you know, staying in the center is just yeah. a marvelous teaching that way, and that it pays to obey. So uh, some time ago I wrote the, the poem, The Choice, and that's it, is the choosing to stay in the center uh, the way of obedience is called the narrow way, a pilgrimage upon a ch- road of choices day by day. You choose the right or left, and then you hear a voice that tells you, child, this is the way. And now you have a choice. Do you obey the voice you've heard and walk the way of light? Or do you choose the other way, the, le- the way that leads to night, the darkest night of each one's soul, when they ignore the voice that tries to gently lead them on to make the master's choice? The voice that wishes him no ill, but wants the best for them. The choice that tries with all his power to lead us from the path of sin or of thorns. God only wants the best for us. He knows that he's our best. He has all knowledge, power, and love, and in him is our rest. So listen to that still, small voice that guides you every day. 
be ready to obey that voice and listen as you pray, and it keeps you out of the thorns for sure, Bob. <laughs> All right. I, how long ago did you write that, Dan? Oh, years ago. And so, wow. But it's always I mean, true. It is. It is. It's, isn't it fascinating? How I just can't even believe that you know God showed me this this morning and just blew my mind, and then Bob is at an encounter with a cactus around his belly button. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't make this stuff up. There's no way that that could happen. And then you call in with this poem, and, and you know, I, as I've been taking these walks this week, or, or actually for just this whole season in my life, for the last number of months, you know, I'm thinking left, right, left, right to get yes. on the path. Yeah, you, you you have to. Um, have this cadence of, and balance. Of, of balance, balance and left and right, and and it's all in there. But we wouldn't have it if we weren't free. It's like that whole idea. What are you going to do with that freedom? Right? You got your belly button. You've been free from the mothership, <laughs> and so now you're you're free from Sarah. <laughs> now what are you going to do with that freedom? Right? And how are you going to walk in what path? And it's so amazing. That, that he gave us the communion cup. And I don't know if you heard Kingdom of Pursuits a few weeks ago. I had this lady who was an expert on the Song of Solomon. She talked about, and I, I knew this at a Jewish wedding, you have to sip from the cup. The bride has to sip from the cup of the husband that's, that shows communion, right? And you, you know, how many weddings do you take communion? Well, I don't, I don't know that I ever saw that that's part of the deal when the, when the bride agrees to sip from the cup of communion. That the, therein lies a marriage. Yeah, I think, I, twice, I, mean, I think twice I've seen communion at a wedding. Right, right, and and so I got news, you know, that at our real wedding, <laughs> we're gonna be we, we there's a there's an, a, a a goblet involved in that, and it's full of <clears throat> mixed wine. I'm just saying, right, Ann? <laughs> Amen, brother. Preach it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and as we. Stay in that center, you know, uh, and pause before we leap, you know, into the thorns. Uh, is it, just the whole thing is is just so uh, such a great encouragement to to pause and say, is this the way, Lord? You know, uh, it, to consult Him. <laughs> he, he's there for us. For us, He's there for us twenty four seven. You know, uh, and just. The, it's just the, the idea that he's with us. He will never leave us or forsake us. Those things are not little, you know, pretty words. They're truth. And, well, and, um, and, you know, when you're in certain times, those words become huge. Yeah. Right? Because I know as you lost your brother, Bob lost his oh. son, um, that all of a sudden, you know, that path is a lot different than, than you ever thought you'd walk. Exactly. But in him... That kind of sorrow, and it turns to an amazing kind of un- unrealistic joy. When I think, I honestly, I, more than sorrow, I'm feeling, and maybe you'd feel this too, Bob. Is I, I, I get in awe because I know he's with the Lord, and I know your son is with the Lord, and they're, you know, th- what are they experiencing? The yeah, wonder well, of the center. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I'm a little jealous sometimes, you know. But uh, in in no time at all, we'll all be gathered together in the center, and, and I'll um, be I'll be back together with him, and, and we'll be doing amen. some fun stuff. And, uh, can't wait. 
That's where the fa- that's what the faith is about, right? And so, thank you for listening, and thank you for your prayers, right? For the Jesus labor love and all the different things that God's doing. And I hope this week you can be centered. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. Thanks so much for listening. This is the Truth Network.